Hello and welcome to the Lead Cincy Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Rice, and I am so excited to be here today. I absolutely love getting to know um, all of the incredible wedding vendors in Cincinnati and um, all of the best ones, really. And speaking of, I have Kelly Sullivan here today highlighting her and her uh, company, um, moment to moment social event styling. Um, uh, so Kelly, thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit more about the name of your company, uh, social event styling. Um, what, what does that kind of encompass? So when I initially opened my business, it used to be moment-to-moment social event planning until I realized um, how much styling actually goes into everyone's weddings and events. Um, all of my clients have a vision of how they expect things to look on their wedding day, and they are entrusting that in their planner. Um, so you have to not only be good at doing your timelines and aligning everything by the moment, but also to make sure it's visually appealing when they arrive. A lot of times I'm just kind of handed boxes with little um, note cards saying, you know, put this here, put this there. Well, once you get there, those spaces are not available, so you have to come up with it. Plan B's real quick to make sure everything looks beautiful and picture-perfect ready for the photographers and the bride when she gets there. So that's why so I cool. came over to the styling part because I realized how much of my job really was in that aspect of making it look good. Yeah, that's so important. I love that. Um, and it's something that I respect so much. It's, like, amazing what event planners do, wedding planners do. It just, like, mind. Um, so tell me, like, how you got into this. How long have you been in the business? So this is my 13th season this year. I started my business in 2006. Um, I went oh. to college, got a degree in corporate communications and business administration, and I made it maybe nine months in the corporate world, um, cried every day. I just realized my oh. creative, I was way too creative of a person. <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore. I just, this is not me. I need to follow my dream. I need to get into the creative world somehow. Um, so what I did was is I quit my job and I took a job like, and in my mind at that time, it was an interim job at Bridal Informal selling um, bridal gowns and hey. bridesmaids dresses. And yeah. while I was there, I, I really was just doing it, you know, to get sales experience, to build up my resume because I was fresh out of school. And I had so many brides like just telling me, like, who should I, who should I hire? Like, who's the best photographer? Who has the best food as far as catering? What venue do I not know about yet? And what's the style next year? What's the color of the year? Like, I mean, question after question. And I, it's just my mind started reeling and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like, brides really need help. They need somebody that they can work with from start to finish or pull you in in the midway or pull their, all their thoughts together and make sure that their day ends up the way that they want it to look. Um, I just felt like there was a real need for it at that time. And didn't, you know, not knowing where to go from there, I reached out. There's an organization, it's the Association of Bridal Consultants. So I got accredited through them. They did sort of an online schooling, if you will, and started going to local monthly meetups with um, other wedding planners in the area. 
so that I was able to work and intern underneath them while I was building my business and also working with brides still at Bright Informal. So I was kind of able to get my first brides from that experience and get started. How perfect is that? I love it. It's like the place where you discovered this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I can help and fulfill my own passions and creativity. And that's where you got your first clients and stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, it was. It's it's really cool to look back on now. In that moment, like once it all hit me, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. It was like one of those aha moments in life for sure. And I quickly fell in love with it. I love the trends that every year everything's different. I love that every bride has a different you know, sort of idea of what her day will look like um, and just making sure that that happens. I don't, I get sort, like I use this loosely saying I get bored easily, but I kind of do. So I love the change and the difference and the trends and the styles with every single wedding and every single season. It's just so exciting to me. Keeps me going and loving what I do. Yeah. And that's so evident that you love what you do. I mean, 13 years later, you're still so passionate about it and caring about every single couple. And it's so awesome. I love to see that. And and that's what couples deserve. You know, they deserve somebody who loves their job. Yes. And willing to put in the time and energy and effort to find what the bride is looking for. I feel like sometimes that's Mm -hmm. half the battle is finding it and then making it work. Yeah, really, or even like getting kind of <laughs> caring enough, like <laughs> giving a yeah. enough, like to mm-hmm. actually sit down with them and like find out what is important to them, you know, in the first place. Oh yeah, I mean, I I really feel like I I create a a really special friendship with my clients. They become like a part of my life. It's kind of sad when it's over. I miss mm-hmm. them so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally get that. Oh, my gosh. They, they like, become your friends. I totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a part of your world. I mean, it's a year of your life and theirs, and, you know, you're intertwining your days and your life, and it's just fun to do. And, and just to see them be so happy and excited, I think that's another part of the reason why I love what I do is just watching their reactions. And, like, seeing that unfold, and, like, seeing that moment unfold to me is the reason why I do it. Like, when I see them light up on their wedding day and, like, you know, when they do the first kiss and they do their first dance, I'm just like, oh, I just love it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever cry? I don't know if you're a crier or not. Yes. Always at the time when the bride dances with her dad. I don't know what it is about father-daughter dance. I just can't. I can't do it. I know. I don't know if it's because I have daughters of my own now, maybe. I don't know. I see. It's just the sweetest. And the dads are just so proud. It's just one of those moments that I always make sure I'm watching. (laughs) Yes. Oh, you know what I love that people are doing now is first looks with their father. Yes. Those are awesome photos. The emotion is so raw and so real. I love it. Even if they don't do yeah. a first look with their husband, I still suggest with their dad because I just love that photo. Yeah, I'm so with you. <laughs> so, so I know we've been talking about how important it is for um, for couples to kind of 
get educated by their wedding vendors because a lot of couples, this is their first time going through this. And as vendors, like, we just know this stuff, but but they don't. And a lot of the time, um, a lot of the time people don't kind of, like, take the moment to um, educate their couples or they're not sure how to. Um, but we've been talking about how important it is and what that education looks like. And for uh, a wedding planner, a lot of couples have this misconception that their venue coordinator is the same thing as a wedding planner. And so they say, I hear it as a photographer all the time, who's your event planner, I'll say, who's your wedding planner? And I get a, oh, we have someone through the venue, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, want to hear, I know your take on this, but I want everybody else to hear it as well. Would you mind? <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I really think that this is important for people to understand the differences and to be educated on. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been told myself, oh, we don't need a wedding planner. We, we have, you know, a venue coordinator which is great. You definitely need a point of contact at your venue and you need somebody who's handling, you know, your food selections and your drink bar, your bar selections. Um, and they're going to sign off your date for you and all that. But what I don't think brides understand is depending on the venue, this particular person is not the one getting you down the aisle and making sure your train is fixed, your veil is flat and you know they're not the one that is writing their timeline for the day for all of your other vendors that are going to be there they're not the one that is going to be with you at the end of the night when you're closing up a lot of times these venue coordinators will leave once dinner is served um, and they know that the bride is happy with everything then they're out and they kind of turn it over to a banquet manager who then is only really interested in your food and bar selections and the venue itself they're not so interested mm-hmm. in the rest of your timeline as far as, you know, your speeches go and your first dance and your, your cutting of the cake. Yes, they'll take the cake and plate it for you, but they're not helping you line that photo up and making sure you have your knife and your fork and your plate and your napkin to wipe your face. And then making sure the photographer and the videographer, everybody's there and ready. I mean, there's so much mm-hmm. that goes on behind the scenes. Like, our job is to make sure your day goes flawless from start to finish. And, yes, the venue coordinator does play a role in that because they're there for, you know, a chunk of your day, but they're not there from point A to point Z of your day. Um, and, really, ideally, we want to work together as a team with your venue coordinator because the more people involved and the more hands-on and open communication means a better wedding for the bride and groom. So, really, that's what – I try to do is make sure that I've reached out to your venue coordinator, that I know all the yeses, I know all the noes, and I know all the plan Bs. And then we work together so that when she does leave, then I can handle it from there. And I'm also your your one-on-one contact for your bridal party, your parents, grandma, if she needs anything. Like, we have so many, like, we're always your emergency backup plan, and we have an assistant with us as well. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things like, yes, our paths do cross and some of our roles kind of could be the same, but the more people looking at the same thing only makes it a better process. Mm -hmm. So I I hope that that better explains it, but I just feel like I wish brides knew that once that venue coordinator leaves, there's no one there, then it becomes her again. And, And 
and everyone's coming at her with the questions and what do I do next? And really, you want to sit back and relax and enjoy your wedding day. You don't want to be, you know, approached every five minutes from one of your vendors for the next thing. No, no. Oh, my goodness. I have a story about this. So (laughs) my husband and I were babies when we got married. I was 19 and he was 21. We had no idea what we were doing. It, It was fantastic. Like, it was awesome. And we're so great. And, but like, we had no idea having an event, like a wedding planner was important. And so like, I, I we just kind of like coordinated everything and we had a big wedding. And <laughs> so we're sitting there eating our dinner. The evening is going great. And, uh, we're enjoying our food. <laughs> Somebody told us, make sure you eat. That was like, <laughs> Yes, that's important. Like, make sure you eat. Right. So many people forget to do that, and that is, like, the best piece of advice. So we we were sitting there making sure that we, like, were eating. And the DJ comes up, and he's like, so did you want us to do the cake cutting first or the the dances? And, like, he's, he's unsure of, like, the timeline that I had sent him and asked him to print out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it's like, could you not, like, go to anybody else, like, my mom or, like, I mm-hmm. at this point, I don't really care. Like, I had thought right. through it and, like, wanted it a certain way, but, like, it, you know, it's like somebody needs to be there so that the DJ is not coming up to the bride and asking silly questions, you know? <laughs> right. I agree. I agree 100%. And, you know, that's why I always say with my timelines, I always get them out to all the vendors, introduce myself. Please let me know if you have any questions beforehand. Let's chat. Let's set up a time to talk so that it goes flawlessly the night of. (laughs) And I'm always there. (laughs) So if they do have questions, they can come and get me. I'm very easily accessible. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, and two, you've been in it so long too that like you're you're known and you <laughs> the DJ right. you've probably worked with before and the florist you've probably worked with before and you know each other and they know to go to you. <laughs> right. And if I haven't worked with them because there are you know lots of new faces that come into the wedding industry, I do make sure I always reach out because I love to work with new people and and see new ways of things. So I'm totally open to that but it is nice when you have built a relationship and work with people over and over again you begin to know what to expect so mm, that's so great I love it um, so so what tell me a little bit more about the couples that you work with um, and and what you love about them and uh, <laughs> what that relationship looks like yeah, so the the couples that I tend to work with um, usually require a little bit more assistance along the way. I feel like a lot of times I'm at private residences or it's a short time span where they want to do a wedding quick or they have a big wedding with lots of moving parts that just requires an extra set of hands and eyes. Um, and they... My brides, I mean, they come to me at different steps of the game, so I offer several packages. I um, I have brides who need full service planning, obviously. 
I've had them anywhere from being surgeons or not living here or mom is here and daughter lives elsewhere. So they want me to kind of work hand in hand with their mom until they get here. So I do offer the full service where I plan from the beginning to the end. And then I have like a middle of the road package for my bride to have gotten started and then realize, okay, wait, I only got myself this far. I knew certain vendors, but I don't know everything. Or I'm really stumped and I don't know who, I don't know. I've not worked with these people before. So then they'll reach out to me once they've gotten started and kind of want me to pull it all together. And then I have a whole nother set of brides who literally want to plan the whole thing. They really enjoy it. They love the creative creativity of it, but they don't want to be bothered on the weekend of their wedding. They want to sit back and enjoy what they've put together. So I feel like I really work with three different types of brides and it's all at different stages of the planning um so that's why i offer those three packages and i have other packages like add-ons and things but those are my three typical brides and i would say most of them are my middle of the road brides who get started and they're like wait i thought i knew everything i wanted and now i don't and now i need help with this photographer like selection and now i'm not sure i didn't realize that i wanted to do a cigar bar or i didn't know i wanted a, a lounge where do i get this stuff how do i rent it <laughs> so it's, it's a good variety of brides that i work with um really only the difference being the amount of time that i work with them um they all get the same level of attention and timelines and i'm always there for rehearsals and the wedding day so um but I've done full weddings in three months, depending on how quickly they want to get married, you know. So it it, it can wow. all be done. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's why you hire a professional. <laughs> right. It's just, you know, the amount of time and energy you put into it. And and if you're yeah. lenient enough. So. Yeah. Um, so I love that you have all the different packages kind of for different people who are in different stages and have different needs. Um, what does the process look like when a couple reaches out to you? So when they initially reach out to me, I feel like it's usually done um, either through my website or wedding wire or the not, but I always reply within 24 hours. I really try to always do a face-to-face. I know some brides don't live here, so we will schedule a call to kind of meet. And I have a questionnaire I go through with all of my brides um, just to kind of try and narrow down exactly what it is that they need and they're looking for in myself and their wedding in general. Um, and, and from there, I then send them um, my packages. And it's all spelled out very well as to what it includes and um, what to expect from me. And then I'll, once I'll follow up with them from that within five days and I'll send the contract. And once their contract is signed, that weekend is theirs. I do require deposit up front, but I only do one wedding, um, like on that Saturday. I can't, I don't do more than one. I just give my full attention to the bride of that day. That's so good. I love it. Um, that's cool. So your, your information, where can couples find you? Yeah, so my um sorry, my uh webpage is moment to moment events dot com. I'm on Instagram at moment number two moment and we're on Facebook, we have a business page. I'm off I also advertise on Wedding Wire and the Knot. Um so I feel like those are the best places to find me. 
Um, Instagram obviously keeps up with all your photos and stories of your wedding, so that's a good spot to check. And I'm also on Pinterest. I do a lot of secret boards with my brides Ooh. when when um, they don't want everyone seeing the wedding that they're planning, obviously. And I can get a better oh. feel for visually what it is that they're describing. So a lot of times I have found what they're saying and what I'm envisioning is not the same and definitely not what I'm saying is what they're envisioning. So I start sending photos and telling them what I like about it, what I don't like, and then we we meet in the middle from that. But yeah. I have found that to yeah. be really, really key with my brides um, for them to see. It's just that communication aspect. <laughs> the photos yeah. are really like, yeah, I know what you mean. That makes such a difference. I love Pinterest. <laughs> I do too. It, it helps you so get much. lost on there. <laughs> you really you get lost on there. Yeah. But it's also important that they send me photos because I do find a lot of times, like we talked earlier, brides really don't know um, what they don't know. And some of those photos you send me, they don't understand the cost of it. And so I have mm, to then explain mm-hmm. to them, this is absolutely gorgeous, but let me give you an idea of the breakdown of this photo, and let's talk about some alternate issues, like alternate ways to do this at a, at a smaller budget. Because not everybody has infinite, you know, means. And some of these photos are a little misleading. Um, and I think that that's oh, yeah. also important as a wedding planner to make sure that your clients know okay, this is how much this is, this is how much this is. Now, what is your budget? Because I don't want to start recommending things to you that you don't want to spend your money on. Everybody has areas they want to focus on and other areas that they withhold on. So it's just part of getting to know what's important to your client and making sure you come through in those areas. Oh, I love that. I love that you are so, like, direct with your couples about uh, everything <laughs> and, yeah. and educating them. And that's some, another thing I've seen and that I try to um, oh my couples with is, like, they'll, they'll send those photos of, like, this is what we're hoping our wedding to look like kind of thing. And, you know, this is what the, we want the photos of those things to look like. And you do. You'll see, like, the floral ceilings or the floral waterfalls and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like... Yeah, um, <laughs> which are gorgeous. $1,000, yeah, wall right there. So <laughs> Right. And, and some and people, people just don't know. Don't bat an eye at that price. And other people are like, wow, right. like I had no idea, you know. So, like, it's just a matter of being on the same page and being open and honest and and just communication is key. I mean, that's for sure. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. It's been so fun to talk to you. Um, but she will also be on uh, the blog at adarewedding.com. You will have um, the list there under the Wedsensy guests for everybody who has been on the podcast, everybody who um, Adara recommends and and uh, and sees as, like, amazing wedding vendors in Cincinnati. And so uh, you can hear all of the interviews there. And, uh, again, thank you, Kelly, and thanks for listening to the Web Cincy Podcast.